spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. This is our last week of shows, man. This is it. We got the big Gatos and Chad Christmas show on Friday. Speak for yourself. And- That's why you have awards and we don't. That's right. That's why you work hard and we don't. That's right. That's why we take vacation. This station can't run without you, Becky. That's right. I work 100 weeks a year, so I'll take some time off. (laughs) How do you do that? I do two shows. There you go. There you go. Uh, We got our big Christmas extravaganza. We're going to go Christmas caroling where you call in and we play 10 seconds of a Christmas song. You have to sing it like if it's Elvis' song, right? Blue Christmas. You got to sing like Elvis. Yeah. And then phenomenal prizes for people who actually do a good job. Super phenomenal prizes. So that's all coming up. No coal for you. That's right. It's all coming up on Friday. Uh, But let's dive into it because I'm just going to I'm going to give you a figure. Sixteen thousand. Okay. All right. That's sixteen sixteen thousand in 48 hours. I'm going to say immigration. 16,000 migrants crossed the southern border in 48 hours. What they are saying, and this is El Paso. Well, we uh, know it's not Santa Cruz down in Nogales. There's nothing true. to see here. Nothing to see there. All blood, butterflies, butterflies and rainbows. Butterflies and rainbows and so birds. It's the, it, they're saying it's the largest ever single crossing group in American history. Yeah. So this is El Paso. This the, the El Paso sector. I know that, you know, if you look at the increase in encounters there compared to last year, it's like it's up almost 300%. So I, I started looking into the story and you started looking into the story because we all know that Title 42 uh, is soon to be gone. Next Wednesday. Yeah. What is it? The 12? No, the 21st. The 21st. Sorry. Okay. So it's going to go. Remember, that's a COVID era policy. Uh, and what it did was, you know, it, it Trump put it in with the CDC, and they said, we don't want people bringing in disease. We don't know what COVID's all about. Well, you can't all tell all of Americans, you guys can't go outdoors, you can't do this, you can't do that, yet have people wander across the border. Right. You it's know, crazy. Uh, that, that would have been insane. So the enforcement officials, on two million occasions, mind you, they immediately expelled asylum seekers back to Mexico. Yeah. All right. And we know that COVID, is it, is it back a little bit now? Yes, that's what's going to happen in our lifetime. It's going to surge a little bit. It's that's like what, the flu. It's like the flu. Thank you. Uh, and so, thank goodness, it's like the flu now. Endemic, not pandemic, never Correct. going anywhere. Correct. Thank Correct. you, China. Correct. Thank you, China. That lab. Good God. 100%. We won't get into that. 100% that thing was made in a lab. Anyway. Uh, that was the COVID era policy, Title 42, and it's supposed to go away. So we were looking into the story, and I, I, there, there's two pictures I want to talk about here. Okay. Okay. So when you think of 16,000 migrants crossing the border mm-hmm. in a span of, of two days, I mean, that is just, it's, it's unfathomable. So two pictures I looked at. One, you've got a migrant from Nicaragua. And he is lying down on the ground in a parking lot near a bus station, and he's got a piece of cardboard over him because it's cold. It's heartbreaking. Absolutely. As a human, that, that's humanity, right? That's, that's a human being. Yeah. Regardless how you feel about it, the, 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 who he is, where he's from, what is, what is residency or, or, or citizenship, that's a human being. No shoes on. No shoes. It's cold. <laughs> yes, it is. It's 30 degrees. Okay. Okay. The second picture is... Uh, is of I believe it's like an, a, a, a border patrol agent uh, uh, handcuffing someone, taking them away. 
you know, thousands of migrants crossed, but there were three confirmed gang members who crossed and two are sex offenders. Two are murderers. Two have outstanding warrants. Jeez. And they're lucky to have flagged these guys. So those are the two pictures when I look at this situation. Because a picture, my goodness, you can I can just sit here and say 16,000 people cross. Yeah, you okay. got to paint uh, some reality. As a, yeah. One of the things that, that that I took away from this is there are Venezuelans, because they're the ones right now that are really subject to Title 42, immediate Sitting on the other side of the border saying, well, we're just waiting for this to go away so we can come here legally. Oh, my gosh. And so what is that's the fear is there. What comes next Wednesday? There are people massing on other sides of the border who feel that once this goes away, it's all legal to just to come here. It's insane. Hence the reason why the Biden administration said, hey, could you give us five weeks? We got to try to figure something out because uh, we're not prepared for what's coming. Even the president. Yeah. Wants. What do you want? The delay of game. Yeah. I don't know what else to call it. So he's done nothing. No. Since getting into office concerning the border. But now he's worried. Why? Because Democrats are pounding on him and they're saying, you don't understand what's going on down there. You've never been down there in years, certainly since you've been president. It was 2009, I think, was the last time he was down there. Yeah. Six million is what some people are predicting if it goes the way that some are predicting that could happen next year. That would be absolutely insane there's no way to defend that at all and look at constituents right or left and say we're doing a good job on the border i think a part of the problem too is it's going to bankrupt churches because a lot of churches near the border a lot of nonprofits, cities maybe hospitals yes yeah i mean this is going to to be a it's already a major issue but i just don't think the president has seen you know the forest through the trees. He hasn't seen what the outcome could possibly be on this. Yeah. And he's been warned. He's been born, warned by our governor, our senators. He's been warned by everybody. He's been warned by both right and left at yes. this point. The, yes. the, they've all chiming in with, look, this is this is getting worse and you've got to do something. I, I also, you know, in speaking to Senator Cinema, we had her on Friday in studio. And what she'd like to do is do something about the border. Uh, she'd like she'd like to get the Border Patrol agents what they need, a raise. Uh, what else did she say? Uh, uh, vehicles, um, uh, technology. She'd like to do that, but she'd also like to get the Dreamers a path to citizenship. Yeah. I want you to think about it right now. All the people that are coming over with their children. That's the new. Those are the new new set of dreamers we're going to have to deal with in twenty years. Well, especially with the way we're going, and we're not. You can't do reform without also fixing the asylum because that is being the most right. abused thing right. we have in this country. But we're creating it, the it, next we're generation creating the next, of dreamers. I remember when I was a kid, eighty six. Reagan's like, we're doing this once. Tip O'Neill and I came. We're going to give amnesty to the people here, and we're moving on. It's never going to happen again. There's a million well, people. Lo and behold. 36 years later, we're sitting in the same position, and it's worse than before. Yeah. So 16,000 migrants crossed the southern border in the last 48 hours, uh, many into El Paso. They're saying it's the largest ever single crossing group ever. Yeah. And as you said, that date is coming up quick, December 21st. Title 42 is going to end. Uh, I think we're all going to, to see and feel the repercussions If that does get lifted, 
uh, we're going to have just a massive surge, and I don't think we're. Able, I, I know we're not able to to to, to handle that. Yeah, no. we don't have enough people on the ground. And I want to see how it's handled too. I want to see how it's, how it's covered. Yeah, because the, the, by and large, the 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 mainstream media, the established media, has ignored it outside of a few things. And Fox has been very much Bill Malusian and for Fox has been on it. But if, if you've got this amount and it's continuing to ramp up, and you're not covering, that is a disservice to this country. What are yeah. you doing? It's terrible. It's been ignored. And now it's going to burst. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, Kyler Murray is out for oh, the rest. Oh, no. How's that 46 million feel? Of the season. Was he getting 46 a year? Yeah. Okay. So. Well, part of that is, yeah, he just signed that new contract. And I, I think he's sitting, uh, you know, home today. He's very disappointed. He's hurt. You upset. think? Or you think he's But he's also games. like, hey, I was pretty smart to get that done. Yeah. But uh, Kyler out for the year. Did he just save Cliff Kingsbury's job? And boy, am I glad I sold my tickets. <laughs> the Gatos and Chat Show. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. With my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Hey, by the way, everybody, this portion of the amazing program right here is brought to you by Parker & Sons Plumbing Electrical. Two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. Very ethical. So, uh, this happened last night. And a gain of three for Kyler Murray. And Kyler, who went down very awkwardly that time as he tried to cut. Oh, no. Oh, as soon as Pash said that. Uh, so, I'm in my car on the way home listening to the game. And it's like the third play of the game. And as soon as I hear Pat, Dave Pash, oh, no, I'm like, this season just got worse. Non-contact. He cut right, then tried to cut left, and just buckled. And there was a Patriot player right there who called to the Cardinals sideline to bring on the training staff. All right, Monday when night you football. you got a Patriot, when you got a guy, I've always said this, when a guy on the other team starts going, get over here, get over here. And I'll always remember that oh, from Joe Theismann. Theismann, yep. right, Taylor, man, the minute. Yep. He's, get, get, get. When that happens, you know it's bad. Yeah. And what Chad's referring to, don't go to YouTube and don't. find it. It's awful. It's awful. Uh, it was uh, it was uh, Washington versus the Giants, and Joe Theismann, the quarterback, broke his leg, compound fracture, most disgusting thing, honestly, I've ever seen in my life. Your leg's not supposed to go that way. It is not. And uh, Lawrence Taylor, uh, Hall of Fame linebacker, as soon as it happened, he's jumping up and down. Remember, these two teams hate each other. Yeah. He's jumping up and down for them to come out and help him. So uh, so yesterday, yeah, Kyler Murray out for the year. It's an ACL. It's horrible. I, You know, I got to tell you, when I, I, I give him a lot of grief. Um, because first of all, he's the number one pick. We, 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 we have to, we think that he's the, the, he's the guy that's supposed to take the Cardinals from disaster to the Super Bowl. So he has a lot of pressure, but you know, I didn't like what I, what he did over the summer no. with his agent. He's demanding money and, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, they put this clause in that he needs to do homework. How embarrassing. How embarrassing. Uh, and then everybody makes fun of him because he's short. Everybody makes fun of him because he plays video games. Everybody makes fun of Kyler Murray because, you know. They all play video games. Not like The him. difference is. <laughs> right. He is. Look, I've always questioned whether or not he like, you know, having talked to Steve. Steve, he went to school with him. He was uh, the wise, wise man. man. Yeah. Went to school with him. They were best friends. Right. Uh, grew up. Steve actually kept him out of the starting lineup for several years. They were in the same limo uh, for apparently prom. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. but uh, you, you, you and I have joked about this. I've always questioned. I don't think football A is his first love. Uh, I don't know. And I think right now, if you ask, it's probably his third love because I think video games maybe second. And and is all and see, I don't I don't buy that. I, uh, this is what I saw. 
Uh, they put him on the cart, and he puts a towel over his head. And I'm thinking, that could be, that, well, that for you and I, that could be our son, 20, 25 years old, <laughs> something like that. And he thinks his career could be over. He, excuse me. He knows something's wrong. Yeah. He knows he blew his knee out. Now, we don't know that watching it or listening to it. Everybody but, knows. But as soon as he gets on that cart and he puts the towel over his head and he slams his fist down, he knows he's out for the year. He knows he blew his knee out. He also knows I need this knee to be a good football player. When you are a... When you watch any sporting event and a person goes down on a non-contact situation, terrible. It's either an Achilles yeah. or a knee. It's awful. Yeah. I'm glad it's the knee because I'll tell you what the Achilles always seems to take forever in a day. Oh, I'll tell you, an Achilles, an Achilles would be worse. Yeah, but when you go, and of course, but you know, Kobe went and took the free throw because that's Kobe. But uh, so what? He tore an Achilles. Kobe did. He tore. He tore the Achilles, and he, and he still went got up there. He still got up. Did he take himself out afterwards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, he only had another twenty five after that. Well, but no. if anybody, but, if Kyler is not competitive like Kobe, no, 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 not many people are as competitive as Kobe Bryant was, but. With the advancement we have, everybody's yeah. like, he's going to miss at least half the season. No, he's not. No, probably not. Not with the advancements we have. He's got plenty of time. Yeah. Was it DK Metcalf, again, who's a freak of nature, is up well. in Seattle. He was, what, three months, yeah. and he was back after this. They do things now that are so much more different than when I was younger, but he's going to be out. And the question is, though, psychologically, is the harder part, because once they rebuild the knee, you're fine. It's the psychological part that takes time. Right. Do you want to take a hit? Do you want to run? Maybe I'll sit back here and not run. And part of his game is running. It's a big it's, part of his the game. The whole season is a mess. And for all of the talk about him, you know, all these running quarterbacks not being this, that, and the other, he got hurt on a non-contact. He yeah. didn't go in and not slide. He didn't do what, you know, uh, RG3 did a few years ago when he was rookie of the year, which was try to run through eight guys, and they broke him in half almost. Nope, non-contact. How many times do you see Kyler Murray... Um, Try and make a play out of nothing, and then at the end, he just sits down. Yeah. And that is, and and a lot of people don't like that. I'll say, look at his height. He's smaller than everybody in the field. Think big picture. Sit down. Yeah. Sit down. It's smart. The Super Bowl. No. You you go go for it. Right. No, I get it. I get that. I think he gets that. A Monday night? No. No. Not on a fourth, not on on a third and 17. You know, you're not going to kill yourself over it. But, uh, you know, I just, the whole season has been a total disaster. And the good news is, him and uh, our good buddy uh, Kime and, of course, Cliff yeah. all got new fat contracts. Yeah, for like five years. Now what people are going to say, because everybody wants Cliff Kingsbury fired, including me. I think he's a terrible head coach. Uh, this probably saved his gig because what he'll point to is, well, we didn't have Kyler for the last five games of the year. Well, what were you, four and nine before it happened or something like that? I mean, what's the big... I think he is going to uh, be out this year, and I think he's going to head to college. I would welcome it. I think he's going to be... I I think he looks around, thinks, you know what, I'm going to college. I don't think so, man. I don't think so. I think we're going to see the same thing next year. We'll, We'll see, but it's just, it's awful to see one of Arizona's great athletes, maybe the greatest athlete, get hurt like that on a play... Where no one was around him. Yeah. Totally fluke play. It's, and it's, now he's it's out horrible. for the year. It's horrible. All right. Coming up next. Which Arizona city is the most sinful? Stick around. It's Gatos Chat Show. The Gatos Big Q poll question. Brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. 
All right, let's check it out. KTAR.com, the Gatos Big Q poll question of the day. Uh, you will see it on the right side of the page, KTAR.com. So uh, this is pretty interesting, Chad. We okay. got uh, this new study. Several Arizona cities made the list of most sinful places in the U.S. Oh, my God, we're sinful. We know what number one is. Becky Lynn, we're sin city out here. I've been hearing this, yes. Woo. Right. Which city do you think is the most sinful in Arizona? Uh, Scottsdale, Phoenix, Tempe, you got Mill Ave, Tucson. Everybody, you know, when you get to to Tucson, everybody curses trying to get out. So that's mm. sinful. Or the last one, Sun City. Those geezers know how to sin. Oh, wow. Remember all the STDs that were yes. out in Sun City? I was yeah. just going to say, I, I started to pick one, then I started to go with another. I went, oh, maybe it's Sun City. Bunch of perverts out there. <laughs> uh, 46% say Scottsdale. So, uh, in this study, right, you can check that out at KTAR.com, uh, too. Phoenix is number 10. Phoenix. All right. So, number 10. So, how do you, how, how do you measure if a city is sinful? So, the methodology I was reading, uh, there are, it's like, it's like uh, anger, hatred, violent crimes, deaths, Jealousy. Oh, I thought it was fun. No. Like, oh, there's debauchery going on. See, I think that's gambling. Part. Greed. Greed is part of it, too. Yeah. Lust. <sighs> Lust is part of it. What's number one? What's number one? Oh, I don't know. I think it's uh, since uh, Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Uh, laziness is part of this. I guess they're saying that's sinful, too. Well, if you got a bunch of young well, people, yeah, there's a lot of lazy sloth. people. Right. Slothery. Right. So, I, I don't know. They say it, it is Phoenix. But you know, yeah, Phoenix is more sinful than Scottsdale, or or. See, I would think Scottsdale or Tempe. But ba- you're basing that you're not basing. I don't think on what you just said. I, I know, think you're I'm thinking not. of people I, out partying and that. Kind I'm of thinking thing. of people vomiting on the streets. Yeah. It's one in the morning. Yeah. You know, they're trying to get an Uber, and the Uber saying, "No, you can't come to my car because you're you know half naked and drunk." Yeah, put your pants back right, on. Exactly. Right, those kind of things. <laughs> That's right. Can we stop at like a Taco Bell? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Right. Those that? other things, what? though, sound more what's more the, sinful. What's the place that you go and you get tacos at, at three in the morning? And Del Taco? Uh, no, no. Filibertos. No. no. Oh gosh. Oh, Filibertos. I will tell you this. I used to go to Filbertos in the middle of the night yeah. after going out and, of course, striking out with every girl that I talked to, which was not many because anyway. Drown no your game. sorrows and tacos. Yeah. I, I, awesome. I don't know what yeah. I was eating. I have no idea, but I'll tell you what, one hung over the next day. <laughs> Something worked. <laughs> Something worked. So uh, several cities in Arizona make the list of most sinful places. When I think of sinful, yes, I'm thinking lust. I'm thinking greed. Uh, I'm thinking, you know, how much booze are you drinking? You know, what, what, are, you, what are you doing? You know, all that kind of. That's, that's, that's the kind of thing I, I think of. Yeah, that's, that's kind of where I went with I didn't realize it was like violent crime. Car, no. It's like a dystopian world. Right. I'm like, Ugh, that's not as fun as the other stuff. So that's most sinful cities. Uh, Chad, you found something about the Grinchiest. Is that what it is? The The Grinchiest. We are number four in the Grinchiest cities in America. In America? Phoenix is four? Yeah. So being not only we sinful, we're also Grinchy. (laughs) It all adds up now. (laughs) Sad, 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 sad. I think Phoenix is six. Or six, yeah. Six. Okay, Phoenix We're still top ten. Again, stop yeah. ten. Yeah. 
God, we sound awful, right? I know, we really do. Come That's to Phoenix. Terrible. It's awful. You'll get mugged. There's slothery happening. Greed. And by the way, and we're all we lazy. Hate Christmas. And we okay. hate Christmas. Chad, you've lived in so many cities. I can't, yeah. and not even here in the United States. You've been all over the world. Yeah. Why do you think that Phoenix would land top 10? Because now you've lived here for a few years. Yeah. I've lived here for 26 so far. Five years for me. Why are Why would we be considered a Grinchy city? Because I don't believe that we are at all. I think we are a giving city. Uh, you know, we do all types of things with Phoenix Children's Hospital, and people pour money in. We've raised $2 million this year. Uh, no one in the country has ever done that no. for a Phoenix Children's fundraiser, Radiothon. For, uh, for Children's Give Hospital. No. no one has no. ever done that except... Arizona. So why would Phoenix and all the cities you lived, why would they be, why would, why I would think they a lot this? of it has to do with is, is some of the other, you know, uh, first of all, uh, we're spread out, which is a big thing. You know, it's like, we don't do it. There's not a tons of parades. There's not a lot of that camaraderie. We're, we're becoming a busier and busier and less known to each other kind of city. Okay. Where a lot of bigger cities, you know, you got a lot of more festivities happening. I can't do we have even, do we even have a Christmas parade here? We've had a yeah. ton of Christmas oh, yeah. parades. Yeah. We have the the Fantasy of Lights parade in Phoenix. Tempe just had its boat parade, and this weekend it has the regular light parade. Yeah, Tempe is, uh, we're not, that's, I'm more talking about But they also talk about, like, uh, holiday cheer and decor. You think it's because it's sunshiny? Maybe. Maybe. As but, opposed to what we think Christmas is supposed to feel yeah, like? Yeah, but if you're talking about holiday decor... You yeah, know, that's also, we, you know, I mean, because I'll drive in early in the morning. I don't see a tons of lights up and a lot of stuff like I do in some places. Okay. That's one of the things. This is true, but look at all the, the light pl- uh, uh, shows that we have. We've got the thing down there on I-10 in yeah. front of the uh, Right there in front of the baseball stadium. stadium. Yeah. yeah. And the place out in Scottsdale. And en- there's a enchant- place. Enchantment is enchant- what it's called? Yeah. yeah. And, and all the resorts oh. put up stuff. Glendale Glitters. Glendale Glitters. There's all kinds of places you can go into that. I think for the person, the average person, the family, and the, the, the cheeriness of that, that you don't get as much as you do maybe in other places. I don't know. You know? I, I, I mean, like on my street, we have us and the neighbors across the street. We're the, I'm the only ones... Outside of two others that I drive in and see, out of that, out of the thousand houses that I drive by, nobody's got lights. Four, four of us that have lights up. Oh, that's four interesting. That's yeah. it. I don't know. I see I, a ton of lights everywhere. I uh, got the um in my ear from the from the newsroom. They okay. were discussing as as we were talking. Mm-hmm. They believe it's the weather issue. The weather issue that we're just warm and sunny, and it's just hard for people to feel Christmassy. Yeah, people outside of here think that there's dirt everywhere. And yeah. it's just a desert with a cactus. Yeah, yeah. and that well, you know, that's, that's just, that too. Just, that's what you do. You hang like a you hang some of those Christmas bulbs on a cactus and a hat of Santa. <laughs> and that's right. what everybody's doing. All right, Phoenix, Arizona, the sixth grinchiest city in America. We also started out by saying Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, let's see. Number, well, they were the top 10 of of most sinful cities. I like it. I'm sticking around. All right. In fact, you know what? It's so good, people. You're right. It's so horrible here. You should not come here. You should go to California. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Coming up next, did we just witness the single most impressive scientific feat of the 21st century? A lot of people are saying the answer is yes. We'll tell you what we're talking about next. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. The power of the sun in the palm of my hand. 
Chad, you remember that movie? Spider-Man, Doc Ock. Yeah. Right? I remember The Saint. Elizabeth Shue, right? She came up with that uh, in the horrible Val Kilmer movie. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. She came up with uh, cold fusion power, and she was going to give it to the world for free. Oh, my God. No way. Well, apparently, we've actually figured that out. Mm. Some are calling it an historic breakthrough. Joining us now to explain it because he's smarter than us, and I don't understand any of this. Our buddy Alex Stone, ABC News. All right, Alex, are we witnessing the most impressive scientific feat of the 21st century? Well, that's what we are told. Uh, I can uh, lay it out and say I did not do well in science class. So don't believe anything oh, that I say scientifically right. here. We went to the uh, right guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so basically, scientists at Lawrence Livermore Labs uh, in Northern California in the Bay Area, they have found a way to produce energy the, the way that the, the sun and the stars do it. Uh, nuclear fusion, which until now, and they've been working on this for a very long time globally, and it is U.S. scientists who have figured it out. Uh, they've been working on it since the 1950s uh, to produce energy uh, through uh, fusion. And first they had to figure out fusion. Then they had to figure out, okay, how do we get energy out of it? Do we get more out of it than what we put into it? That is what they have now done. And Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm today says... This is one of the most impressive scientific feats of the 21st century. And the president apparently uh, put it this way. I do think he probably did say this is a BFD. Oh. <laughs> All right. You can fill that in. So uh, fusion <laughs> happens. You take two atoms. You slam them together. You make one bigger atom. And uh, in that moment, it, it produces an incredible amount of energy. And that's what they've been able to do. Get energy out of it. It's like nuclear energy, but without the, the dangerous waste um, and nearly unlimited. So you're not saying, well, it's not windy today or it's nighttime or we need more coal or we need more natural gas. Okay. Uh, that, that you've got this unlimited, cheap to produce power so, that, that, that they believe could be uh, could be the way that we're powering things up. So, Alex, how is this going to? going to impact the everyday American. How do we benefit from this? Like, can you give us an example? Okay, so uh, I talked to a, a professor at UCLA, Troy Carter. This is uh, what he has been working on for a very long time. He understands it and spoke in terms that I had no idea what he was talking about. <laughs> um, and he says that they believe uh, in a relatively short amount of time, uh, I said, you know, get a ballpark for me, that this is what is going to to power the, the grid. And uh, he said this. You're not going to get a, you know, Mr. Fusion on your DeLorean anytime soon, but we're hopeful that this kind of, this this result and, act, and the research and development that's going to happen subsequently could lead to fusion on the grid perhaps next next decade. Next decade that they could be pumping this uh, into the grid. Now, I mean, that's just a total guess at this point because they've got a lot of hurdles that they got to get over and then building uh, plants and whatnot. But uh, this is seen as a no-carbon output, unlimited source of cheaply made energy that uh, that they feel that this is, uh, you know, I mean, where the the globe needs to go, will go. Uh, Look at the sun. I mean, you know, the the amount of energy coming out of uh, that. And that they say, look, we can be building this on Earth now. Now, of course, I'm sure the oil industry, the coal industry, natural gas, they're going to come out swinging against this absolutely yeah i mean they've got a lot that they've got to figure out in all of this isn't this when those scientists accidentally disappear 
and we never hear about this again. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, yeah, the the coal industry is firing everything up in that moment. That uh, the other thing is, oh, they're saying uh, for national security that this will allow for the development um, of nuclear weapons that would not have the harmful side effects to them to populations for many years to come. Mm. Could be a deterrent to using nuclear weapons. Would not require nuclear testing. And uh, Jennifer Granholm today saying it strengthens our national security because it opens a new realm for maintaining a safe, secure and effective nuclear deterrent in an age where we do not have nuclear testing. This could be that next thing. And then just on the numbers, they used uh, 196 lasers shot at the distance of a couple of football fields, all meeting on a piece of fuel, a piece of metal the size of a pencil eraser. Heated that up to over 5 million degrees As Fahrenheit. <laughs> and in one billionth of a second, it exploded. Boom. There was the energy right there. Eesh. And now they got to figure out how do they take that and uh, make that uh, and weaponizing on the, the lights at home. <laughs> Alex Stone, ABC News. Scientists announced historic breakthrough. Clean energy. Uh, can this blow up? Uh, well, I mean, that, that's what they want it to do. When it blows up, we get the energy out of it. Like it's going to blow up a state? Uh, not the way they're doing it right now. It's so tiny that okay. um, they say no. You, you do it right, and uh, even if it did blow up, it would just blow up in that spot. Wouldn't have the nuclear side effects to it that uh, they say huh. no that it, that it would be safe. All right, that's what they say. So all right, we'll, yeah, we'll find out. Beam and all the other stuff, Alex. Alex Stone, ABC News. Appreciate it, brother. You got it. Later, guys. That's fascinating, man. It is awesome. And last week, uh, we Steve and I talked about the wormhole. So they've got a wormhole, and now we have this. So we are moving in a way that is definitely. <laughs> Definitely, uh, probably going to end poorly for the planet. Uh, where's the wormhole? Uh, they created it in a lab, and it's not very big, but they figured out, whoa, oh, we've created a wormhole here. That they, Dark that, matter! Oh. I don't know. Uh, that last thing, can it blow up? Well, it's nuclear fusion. Yeah, but the blowing up would mean... Remember with Spider-Man, he had to drown it, remember? Oh, well, yeah, that's right. He had to right. drown the energy. We had to throw it in the water. Yeah. We put it in the ocean. This could get ugly fast. Or well, it could be awesome. Coming up next. That thing's never seen the light of day. <laughs> Businesses are so desperate to hire people that they're skipping the most essential step in the hiring process. We're going to talk about it. Gatos Chat Show.